Welcome to our podcast, Love Food No Waste, the show that talks about the food waste issues in Malaysia. I'm Yitian and I'm Ling En. And today we're also going to chat on this issue with an experienced food science senior lecturer from Monash University, Dr. Tu. So make sure you listen all the way through. Now, without further ado, it's time to welcome Dr. Tu to Love Food No Waste. She is here to answer our questions about the current food waste issues in Malaysia. Hi, Dr. Tu. Thanks for joining us today. Could you just briefly introduce yourself? Hi, Yitian and Ling En. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, besides the teaching commitment, I'm also a researcher. So currently, my research teams develops alternatives to single-use plastic, uh, recovering valuable biotic compounds from fruit waste, as well as uh, exploring various processing methods with the aim to extend the shelf life of perishable food products. So after all, the ultimate goal of my all my these uh, research works are to make use good use of our natural resources, as well as to reduce our food waste and trying to actually um, turn these food waste into gold, yeah, into the battle uh, applications. Okay. So do you think food waste is common in Malaysia? Yes, it is uh, everyone's uh, problem. And this problem is not limited to Malaysia because uh, foods are lost or wasted uh, for various reasons. For instance, uh, we may waste some of our food productions on farms or on the way to market due to this uh, poor infrastructure. Yeah, probably this, uh, we don't have, have a good uh, transportation where there's a delay, as well as a poor storage at the retail site. And what is worrying is the amount of food wasted by consumers and food services. So the, the recent uh, report by the UN Environment Programme, Food Waste Index, uh, in 2021, last year, so they reported that about 17% of global food productions may go wasted. And of these uh, 70%, 61% of this waste comes from household. And the remaining 26% from food services and 13% from food retail. Yeah, so it's a huge number coming from household. Wow, it's unbelievable that the majority of food waste comes from households. Looks like we need to put in more effort to reduce food waste at the household level. So, Dr. Tu, what is the food waste situation in Malaysia? Mm, in Malaysia, so if you look at the latest um, information or the data provided by our Solid Waste Management and Public Cleansing Corporation, they reported that Malaysia alone, we generated 17,000 tons of food waste daily last year, which is 2021. And what is shocking is that about quarter, 25% of 4,250 tons of these food waste are leftover meats and vegetables, which could still be consumed. However, these food waste ended up in landfills. Although we understand that these uh, food waste are degradable, but having a large pile of these food waste is bad for the environment. The reason being is that 
it would degrade and emit greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide and methane. So these gases are known to contribute to climate change and also might cause the global temperature to increase. So I wish uh, the cool temperature that we've seen or experienced in our highland, the Kenting or the Cameroon Highland could remain for our future generations. So very important for us to make good use of our resources. So is there any way that we could put these 4,250 tons of wood which are still be consumed into good use? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we can actually make good use, I mean, of, of these edible food, item, uh, food waste. So since these food waste are still edible, as a consumer, we should first reflect on whether we have overpurchased it. If yes, we should actively reduce the food waste generation by buying what is required at the home. If the food waste is not because of uh, overpurchase, then we have to actually reflect whether these could be this food waste or this uh, this food waste can be repurposed, such as uh, we distribute it uh, to these groups of needy. However, for these uh, arrangements, we need an extensive network to help us with it for the redistribution because it's rather difficult for us to do it alone. Yeah, probably that is where we can have exact to help in this because I think that is also one of the initiatives that you guys have with uh, exec when you come to this uh, fighting with the food waste. So that is uh, for the, the foods that, the food waste that is edible. So not forgetting also we have some food waste yeah, that is not edible. For the remaining 75% of the food waste, we shall practice uh, composting at the household level. So many initiatives have been launched, including the city council giving aerobic compost bins to the community to facilitate composting among the local community. These are very good initiatives that we should continue to practice to reduce the amount of waste sent to landfills. Hmm. It seems that a large part of food waste is made up of leftover foods. Can you tell us more about leftover foods? Yeah. So, food waste, uh, when we mention food waste, the first thing that comes to our mind definitely is leftover food. And undoubtedly, saving leftover food is possibly the simplest way to reduce food waste at household level. So, like you mentioned, the eggshell or the fruit skins, they are inedible. So probably the easiest way to discard is to make it into the compost, like what I have been shared earlier. Yeah, you make you uh, get uh, this aerobic composting bean, then make them into a compost and then yeah, return it to this uh, environment. Yeah, and make it into like maybe a fertilizer and make good use of it. So... Maybe just let me share a bit more on the leftover food. Yeah, um, keeping or saving the leftover food is um, is a good uh, measures. However, we need to be a uh, be careful when we store leftover food, because um, I personally do not recommend storing leftover food that has been partially eaten. 
which means that um, our saliva have actually uh, touched the foods because our saliva, there are enzymes, there are probably some uh, microbes. So imagine that these microbes are happily sitting in our foods. So probably they will actually multiply and multiply. By the time you eat it the next day, probably you are actually risking yourself uh, for this uh, food poisoning. Yeah. So the good practice is always to portion the amount that we can consume. So which means that we should store the extra before we start eating, before we start introducing our saliva yeah, <clears throat> to the food. So with that, our aim is to minimize the contaminations, the possible contaminations that we may bring to the leftover foods. And not forgetting, the next day when you want to eat it, you have to ensure that the food must be reheated adequately. So to ensure that whatever uh, microbes that possibly present are killed before you consume, so that it will not uh, cause any uh, uncomfortable or any food poisoning symptoms after eating it. Oh, what about you, Dr. Tu? Could you share with us what are your steps to reduce your own personal food waste? Mm. So let me share with a few uh, simple steps. Yeah. So the easiest is to keep a grocery list. Yeah. We only buy what is required at home. We don't buy excess because now we are at a uh, endemic state. We can actually go and do grocery anytime. Yeah. So it is fine not to actually keep too much excess at home. And when we do groceries, we should always, always check the expiry date before making any purchase. Because uh, like for instance, myself, if I do buy a two liter of milk yeah, for the whole household, but if I actually did not check it, the expiry date carefully, I may accidentally bought the one that expired in three days. I'm sure that I can't actually consume them yeah, by making them into coffee. Unless I have to actually make good use of this milk, then I have to make, make myself to make cookies or buns just to fully utilize it. So checking these expiry date or even the best before dates are critical so that we can ensure that the foods are fully entirely consumed before it passed the expiry date. And lastly is to practice first in, first out. First in, first out, which means that things that I purchase first should be the one that uh, consume first. Because probably we see that, oh, that is sales promotions in the market. It's so much cheaper. So you will actually get, buy another, maybe we get, for uh, example, a canned fish. So we like specific tuna fish. So we buy, last week I bought one can. Today on promotions, then I buy another five cans. So you have to make sure that you consume the first can before you start consuming the second batch that you bought during the promotions. Yeah. So this is these are the simple methods that you we should actually um, practice it so and make it a habit. So you will be surprised with the amount of the money that you can save at the end of the month too. Yeah. This is actually what I realized it for myself. Oh, I'm going to learn them. Everyone, please take out your pencil and write it up. So our next question is, are there any applicable ways to save the leftovers or repurpose them? Hmm, save the or repurpose them. 
Hmm. Save the leftover foods definitely is uh, one of the way. But before we save the leftover food, probably we should consider cleaning the plate, which means that we eat all the things, yeah. So ensures that there is no leftover. So I also understood that not everyone can eat a large portion, a large amount in one go. Yeah. So especially if you go to a specific restaurant, they don't actually offer you uh, different sizes, small, medium or large. They only have one size. So we have no choice but to order it. So for such uh, example, a practical way is to bring an extra container along wherever you eat out alone. So for myself, I practiced this when I was overseas. Yeah, as a student, yeah, you want to actually make good use of every uh, sense that you have. And also the size amount is rather uh, big for me. So what I did is that I always actually keep some aside. Yeah. So this is one of the excellent practice that we can actually do it at our uh, personal level. Yeah. So alternatively, what we could consider is to always ask your friends go along with you. Yeah, you can actually order the yeah, uh, one and share with two small eaters. Yeah, so this is only uh, applicable for individuals who actually eat a smaller portions. Hopefully, this would not actually yeah uh, do bad uh, for those running a business. I'm not encouraging to actually order less. We only we should actually eat as much as our bodies needs lah. Don't over consume because it also will will bring a uh, Side effects, yeah, probably uh, high sugar or this, yeah. So moderation is the best. So when we talk about repurpose, so far what I come across that is um, very practical as well is to share with groups of needy. Yeah. But like I mentioned earlier, this needs an extensive network because our leftover foods are usually are these um, cooked foods. Yeah, then we need to ensure that they are redistributed before it turns bad. But what if you happen to purchase too much of canned tuna? So your expiry date, if you know that expiry is expiring uh, October, so probably this is the time for you to redistribute to your peers. Yeah, I'm sure that your housemates, yeah, your lab mate or your neighbor will be happy to receive them. Yeah. So that could be one of these uh, ways to repurpose them. So some may resort to consuming expired food to reduce food waste. If the food has not gone bad after its expiry date, is it safe to consume food after the expiry date or the best before date? Yeah, so these are the two common dates that we see in any of the food labels. Yeah, definitely these two, yeah, expiry date and best before that brings a different meaning. So for the expiry date, it tells us, uh, informs us, the last day a product is safe to consume. So in other words, I would personally do not recommend or encourage people to consume expired foods because it is possibly is not safe to consume. But I think uh, expired food, if you pass one or two days, it is still fine, but not excessively long yeah whereas for these uh, best before yeah is the date where it tells us the food is no longer in its best quality so in short it just tells us that probably 
the chips, you happen to buy the chips, if it passed the uh, best before, probably your chips, you may find that it's not crunchy. Yeah. So, but because you, some of us will, will just uh, discard it because it does not taste good as in or the texture is not of what you expected. So then it to us, it do not fit the quality. But for the safety-wise, it is still safe for consumption, but it's not of the best comfort or acceptance level. Oh, I finally know, know the difference between these three. This is the end of the podcast. What are the call to actions that you recommend the listeners to follow starting from the end of this podcast to reduce food wastage? Thank you, everyone, uh, for your time in listening to my sharing. So to sum up uh, today's sharing is that we know that um, the waste, food waste, at our household level is the highest among the food service as well as retail. So we need to actually uh, play a more uh, active role to ensure that we make good use of these food products. Yeah, either you consume it yeah, all by yourself or, or you distribute them to your peers, your friends, your neighbours. So with all this, is with the aim to um, ensure that these foods are not ghost wasted. And if any of you that have not uh, tried uh, composting at home, so you may consider yeah, to look up the ways to do the composting. It is fun. Yeah. And with that, you may can save some money, yeah, some pennies uh, from buying some fertilizers. Thank you. Mm. We have learned about food waste so much, right? I really love today's topic. How about you, Etienne? Yeah, me too. I will start to do what Dr. Tu has recommended us to do, like store extra food before eating, purchase the food smartly. Yeah, I will do it too. Reducing food waste can also help to save our planet. So we would like to say thank you again to Dr. Tu. Thank you, Dr. Tu, and have a good day, everyone.